somewhere in your audio player. Ladies and gentlemen, the World Wide Web proudly presents Recorded live from Chicagoland to Burbank, California and across the USA Female protagonists hurt my pee-pee! A new episode of the occasionally existing podcast, Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport I summon the doom! And now, here's your hosts, Luke Ski and Carrie Dalby Cause everything's Hey, it's me, Luke. And it's me, Carrie. And this is Luke, Luke and Carrie's, Carrie's Bad Rapport. Um, today is... Oh, I should know what today is, but I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> it's, de- it's December mon- 2nd. Monday, December 2nd, 2019. And we're on our way to O'Hare Airport so that Carrie can put me on a plane and I will fly back to the the... the the Sunshine State, or whatever it's called. Uh, no, Sunshine State is Florida, isn't it? Continue on County oh. Farm Road for two miles. Um, what's California, the Golden State? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, Carrie and Josh were very uh, generous and offered to buy me a plane ticket so that I could come out and spend Thanksgiving weekend with them. But I'm not going to do it for you, listeners, so don't ask. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, basically uh you know uh things with my family uh it's kind of like every year it's it's kind of like every other year thanksgiving is kind of on and off and whether or not i make it depends on you know what's happening that year and time and money so there wasn't like a big uh you know sinkowski slash pearson get together on thanksgiving slash whatever pete's last name is yes winglowski (laughs) um so, uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner at Carrie's place, and it was super yummy, especially the stuffing that Carrie made. Why don't you tell us all about it, Carrie? I bought gluten-free bread crumbs from Sweet Ollie's Bakery in Hinsdale, Illinois, which is one of the top ten gluten-free bakeries in the country, and one of the top ten bakeries in Illinois. Not gluten-free bakeries, just bakeries. And... You better believe it, because didn't you like their cinnamon rolls, too? Yeah, the cinnamon roll was excellent. It, it basically came in the form of a, you know, kind of a muffin with, with the normal, you know, icing you'd put on that cinnamon roll as the glaze on top of the muffin. But, man, it was really good. And that stuffing you got uh, had sausage in it, too, right? Yes. Uh, well, I made it. Uh, the only thing that I didn't you know, make is the breadcrumbs. I bought the breadcrumbs. Okay. And, and then, then I followed the recipe on there, but I embellished it a little bit because I've made it before. And I know you have to use a little bit more moisture than what it says to use. Moisture, moisture, moisture. And I probably oversalted it a bit, but that somehow just added to it in a way. Yeah, that was some of the best stuffing I have ever tried in my whole life. And to the point where me and Josh were wanting to eat more of the stuffing, and Carrie was like, no, you can't have any more. This is my gluten-free stuffing. You can have regular stuffing. There was a bunch of other stuffing in there from Whole Foods, (laughs) and uh, I think only one serving was at of that. 
it it did not taste anywhere near as good as your stuffing. Of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we had a big old turkey, and uh, Josh did carving of the initial carving when it was eating time. There was also which was carving with a kitchen scissors <laughs> and uh, and a big fork. Yeah. Because <laughs> why the fuck not? Yeah, because the, the, the stuff that you guys bought was all pre-cooked, so it wasn't like one of those having to spend, you know, whatever, 12 hours in the oven dealies or whatever it is. I don't even know, because uh, that's how yeah, dumb I am about cooking. I've only cooked one raw from raw, I think, once, maybe. I think I did it in once. In a quarter mile, turn right onto Illinois 64 East, East North Avenue. I always try to buy pre-cooked ones. So, so yeah, so there was also mashed potatoes and gravy, and there was green beans, and there was, um, buns. Uh, there was yummy buns, and uh, those ones were glutinous. Mm. But I had gluten-free ones that I ate, <laughs> and it was all very, and very tasty. I had the best cranberry sauce in the world, but all that stuff, all that other stuff, is like pre-made. So the stuffing yeah. was the only thing I really made. Made, of course, while. Either uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was either playing in the background or or Alice's Restaurant <laughs> by Arlo Take the Guthrie. next right onto Illinois 64 East, East North Avenue. Which I listen to repeatedly every Thanksgiving. It's now a tradition. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not one of the ones that I consider like I have to parody this before my career ends, but it's always been one of those ones like if I get a good enough idea... I just might go for it and do a parody of Alice's Restaurant. Now, I'm not saying I would make it 18 minutes long, you know, because I believe that the length on that is 18 mm. minutes, 25 mm. seconds. Yep. But, <laughs> but it would need to be a good enough idea to justify, uh, you know, North Avenue for four the, miles. you know, well, I don't know. It's like, it's basically just guitar and a guy speaking. So I guess technically it's not that hard There's of a song to one do. one sung part, but it's just the chorus. Yeah. So it's just a matter of finding the right thing to talk about to, to pair up with that particular thing. Yeah. I know at one point in my life I thought I could do it about, you know, the, the series of horror movies and call it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> but I've, I I don't know. Like the only horror series of films I ever really got into was the Nightmare on Elm Street ones. Uh, which, well, I guess I watched, I've seen, I saw at least I think the first three or four Child's Play slash Chucky movies. Um, but I never got into Friday the 13th. Never got into Halloween. Never got into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I have seen all the Evil Dead ones, obviously, because I wrote a song about them. I, I could see Steve Goody doing it. Because, like, it seems like a guitar-playing funny music person. As in, like, he could do the guitar for me or that he would do the parody? Um, either. Okay. So, anyway. yeah, anyway, uh, but yeah, just, I haven't listened, Dr. Demento, I know, played it on a recent episode, but I'm way behind on Dr. Demento show episode listening. Yeah, what was um, happening was one time when Alex was a baby, and me and Josh and Alex were driving into the city to go have Thanksgiving meal at Ann Sather's Cinnamon Bun Restaurant that no longer, the location we went to, anyways, no longer exists, um, and, uh, some radio station was playing Alice's Restaurant, I think, on a continuous loop. <laughs> I don't know. 
either that or it's just so long that I just thought it was a continuous loop or either that or it ended and then we changed the station and then somebody else was playing it. Well, think of it this way. TBS, on a whim one year, decided we're going to play Christmas Story for 24 hours straight. Mm -hmm. And now it is quite literally an annual tradition, so much so that it's spread to other days around Christmas where it's like it's going to be... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation every day, and it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be or every you know all day, all day. Uh, and it's Wonderful Life and other things. So, Weird. so yeah, so maybe it was just the radio equivalent of that. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to play House's Restaurant because everyone has the day off. We'll just keep that on repeat. One time when I was a kid, there was one of my like favorite heavy metal radio stations that kept saying something big was coming, and then all day for 24 hours on December. I wasn't a kid; I was a teen. On December 31st, uh, they played, uh, <clears throat> I was almost going to say we didn't start the fire, but that's not the one. It's the REM one. It's the end of the world as we yeah, know it. Yeah, it's the end of the world as we know it. That would probably would have been New Year's Eve of 1999. It wasn't. <laughs> it was a different year. Okay. And then, um, and then uh, on January 1st, it was a different radio format and it wasn't a heavy metal station anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would explain it. Yeah. Anyway. Keep the conversation that, moving, because i got to keep the car moving. That reminds me of a story of a time when I was living in Kansas City. And um, <laughs> uh, the, the station that had been carrying Dr. Demento for years was uh, called KY-102. And um, all of a sudden, one day, KY-102 like ceased to exist and became another format and I can't remember what format it became but it was just like no more KY-102 it was something else and then the same people who ran the KY-102 station uh, started like they got another new station on FM it was uh, I think it was 99.7 so it was uh, 99.7 KY somehow they got another uh ID that had the letters KY in it so they could keep that as their brand. Uh -huh. So 997KY. So then that started and then I went, went to Sunday night to listen for Dr. Demento and they didn't play him. <gasps> so then I got on the phone because this was, you know, back in the <laughs> you know uh, mid to late 90s I, I got on the telephone and I called the station and I said to them, hey, um, I was just curious, are you guys going to be continuing to air the Dr. Demento show on your new station? And the person on the other end was just basically like, oh, yeah, uh, we'll look into that. And, you know, I thanked them and I hung up. And, like, within a week or two, at most, they were playing Dr. Demento again. So yes, you shaped it. Yeah, so I don't know if anybody else called or emailed, if, if, if email was a big thing back then, you know, or contacted the station. But I'm the only one that I know of. So in my mind, I like to think that I personally saved <laughs> Dr. Demento in Kansas City. And kept his show on the air there yes. for for however many more years it was on the air in Kansas City before either he went to the internet in 2010 or I don't or you know I have no idea what the radio was like after I left town in the year 2000. So um, anyway, I Al's recently flew into and out of Kansas City, but that was before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had a sometime in the past year or two I had a connection at the Kansas City airport. It's like. I kind of wanted to have more time to hang out there. It's, it's a teeny weeny yeah. little witty bitty airport. East, North yeah. Avenue, North Avenue. Shut up, thing. Um. <laughs> I almost want to say shut up, Alexa, but that's not Alexa. So that's just not fair. 
I, I, I call that voice the robot lady. I go where the robot lady tells me to go. <laughs> we call her Navigator, me and Alex. <laughs> Continue straight to stay on East North Avenue, North Avenue. So, uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, Alice's Restaurant, and then we had Macy's Day Parade Keep on, right. watching Continue all of the balloons east. flying at an incredibly low altitude due to Continue high winds. Better than not having them at all, which they were talking about on the news the previous night that yeah. they might not have them at all. Yeah, the and my mom said that uh, apparently ABC was showing some kind of Disney special, and I didn't want to upset the activities of your household by attempting to watch it. So, but it, And also, I'm kind of assuming that that's the kind of thing I could go watch at ABC.com, you know, when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> if I really want to see what was up, so... Um, but yeah, he had a yummy dinner, and then we, uh... And you ate apple pie. Yeah, we had apple pie and pumpkin pie, and they got apple pie because they know that I like apple pie. Yep. And uh, got... That was... Yeah, I was when I was doing my grocery shopping on Wednesday, Luke was like, you're not getting all this stuff for me, are you? I'm like, hell no. Just the apple pie. <laughs> well, an apple pie is a reasonable amount of food substance. <laughs> Um, everything else we got, I got, you got to partake of because you were there, but I was yeah. going to get anyway. So, so, uh, and then we had dinner a little bit later, which was leftovers of the, of the lunch meal on Thanksgiving. That's what and I then, always do. And then later that Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Later that night, or no, wait, there was the next day, um, the what next we, day we started watching The Irishman. I'm not sure which thing you're trying to elude. Well, I was just trying to remember like what we did in general on on Friday that being Black Friday. I know later I think in the evening we sat around the house. We basically sat around the house, uh, had more leftovers and at uh, at some point uh, it may have been that day or another day I showed uh, Alex uh, some episodes of the show DC Superhero Girls and unfortunately even though Alex was enjoying it, Alex was also freaking out a lot and I don't want Alex to Watch Alex, it because Alex freaks out too much. Alex gets uh, overexcited both in a positive way and a negative way, and it kind of, you know, goes back and forth like a yeah. like a you know earthquake needle, you know, <laughs> earthquake measuring needle, yeah. you know. So it's like at one point laughing hysterics, jumping up and down, squealing, and then a second later when there's some form of peril. It's like upsetness uh, and and crying because oh no this character is going to die, and yeah. then that character doesn't die and something funny happens and then the happy and laughing and squealing and stuff. Yeah, and it was a lot easier. Use the left two lanes to turn left onto the I three fifty five North Ramp. Not to keep going out of chronological order, but it was a lot easier yesterday when we watched Austin Powers. And yeah, there was maybe the, not as much uh, hysterical happiness, but also not not that much. Hysterical upsetness. So Carrie and I together with Alex on Netflix or whatever it was watched, yeah, it was Netflix, watched Austin Powers International Man of Mystery in its entirety. I think there was one point where there was a break because of, I think, having to uh, deal with laundry or something. So we, or whatever it was. We took a pause for like, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes or so. I think that so. was me grabbing Alex's lunch because okay. it was like one. And then, but then we watched the whole thing, and we kept explaining to Alex, uh, you know, kind of what was happening as it was going along, and started explaining uh, climaxes and you, you know, know 
how how story structures work and, and the parody elements and yeah. what James Bond is like and and you know and kind of pointing out when things were silly in a way in that he might not have picked up on um, or she might not have oh, actually crap have have I been using incorrect yeah. pronouns this whole time well you have to go edit this part out okay I will but we had that was your first attempt to use any pronouns at, at this oh, point okay. I'd rather you just okay I'll, 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 I'll edit it out anyway so so yeah, so Alex really enjoyed um, uh, the, the film, and we let Alex know that there's another one, so maybe someday uh, you guys could watch that, or if you don't, someday. by the time I come back and visit in 26 days, yeah. we could watch the sequel together. Um, it's interesting, because Austin Powers is, it's a PG-13 movie, because obviously there are a lot of, you know sexual innuendos and stuff, but and there's... violence and death. Yeah, and yeah, there's sexual innuendos and there's violence, but it's a very cartoony kind of violence. Even people who get shot, yeah. it's not like it's anything... They're not showing, like, blood spatters of... Well, hope you're not worried about Austin Powers' spoilers for yeah. this 22-year-old film. Yeah. 22 years old. Because, like, even when, like, the one guy gets his head dunked in the thing and the... And the, he gets beheaded. And, and he gets beheaded, it like, and they pull... They pull the dummy out. It's like super intentionally faking. Yeah, it, you know. So, so since there's, you know, I know that at one point, uh, Doctor Eagle says shit. You know, and I think that's yeah. like the, the only one, swear of, word one of the few swear words I remember. He does in say freaking, but yeah, that doesn't really count. It's like I'm not sure if they were they were probably they probably knew that the 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 sexual innuendos and the violence was going to get them a PG-13. And they figured, let's try to curb the language so that we don't get anywhere near rated R territory. Because plus, it's funny. It's funny listening to Doctor yeah. Evil say "frickin'." Yeah, I don't think <laughs> "frickin'" don't think, sharks with "frickin'" laser beams. I don't think him saying "fuckin'" would yeah. sound nearly as funny as yeah. how ridiculous it is to hear somebody who's supposedly like the yeah. most evil man in the world saying "frickin'." And then also, just the fact that the way Austin works. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, with all the innuendos and stuff, it's like if he come, if he straight comes out and says the naughty words, then it's not funny. But if it's like a play on words or, or you know, all of that kind of spy suave stuff yeah. he tries to do, you know. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was that was really cool to have that experience with Alex. Um, uh, we went to so so. We saw a couple of movies this weekend that neither of us had seen before. One is The Irishman, which is on Netflix right now, and the other is uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, and you went and saw Knives Out with your family. Yeah, I, I went. I'm, I took a trip to visit my uh, my brother and sister in law and and my nephew Max, and also my mom and my sister met up with me there. So I was there for about an hour and a half in Gurney, Illinois. Then we went and had dinner, and then we went and saw the movie Knives Out. And the less I tell you about it, the better it'll be for you. Uh, it's a comedy whodunit uh, with a lot of awesome celebrities. And I highly, highly, highly suggest y'all go see that film because it's really good. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, 
If you follow politics these days, you're gonna find big problems we are facing more than plenty. So Democrats must promise that we'll gladly get behind any functioning adult for 2020. We've got a lot of candidates ensuring much debate among the pundits and the cognoscenti. Don't get me wrong, that's fine as long as we just nominate any functioning adult for 2020. Any functioning adult will be a real relief from this narcissist illiterate Twitter-in-chief. I know that means the bar is pretty low, but what the hell? I would welcome any decent, normal person who could spell and read and who actually knows what's in Article 2 of the Constitution. So sure, discuss the issues with your neighbors or your friends as you sip your Starbucks Frappuccino Venti. But let's agree a functioning democracy depends on any functioning adult in 2020. Oh, and while we're at it, let's dispense with likability because that just gets applied to women, yeah, misogyny. And don't insist the country isn't ready yet, oh please, for a qualified contender who possesses ovaries, or who's gay, or a person of color, or Jewish or Muslim. By the way, a woman won the popular vote last time by a lot. Just saying. So turn out for the primaries and vote for your first pick to replace this would-be fascist presidente. But no matter who gets nominated, we've all got a stick with any functioning adult in 2020. I like Kamala Beto, even creepy Uncle Joe, or Elizabeth and Amy, or that white guy, what's his namey, Julian Castro's kind of sweet, or that sexy Mayor Pete. Frankly, I'd even vote for a woo-woo guru with her aura. When events are so tormenty, let's not get all dissenty to any functioning adult in 2020. The Queen of Hearts. Versus the Wicked Witch of the West. Let the rap battle begin. Begone, Adele Dazeem. I'm a head-taking machine. Chop so many necks, call me the guillotine queen. I'll make you walk the green mile and roast your Salem style. Here's the lesson. Court's in session. And I do love a trial. Get this straight. The heart wants what it wants. I'm not a dunce, and unlike you, I do my own stunts. You might be okay at croquet, but you'll fall just the same. Cause I'm a master with the mallet, and I've never lost a game. You're too concerned with shoes to stop a homesick chick? This toothpick on a broomstick can't handle the thick. Always are my ways, so I make the laws. With the verdict and my boot, I'll kick your narrow ass to Oz. I'm the witch of the witch of the witch of the witch of the west, ha! You wish you could be like me, but bitch, I'm the best, ha! Cause I'm the meanest, the keenest, gonna upset the queenest. Brighter than the Emerald City because I'm certainly the greenest. They tried to keep me down, but instead I have arisen. I overthrew the land and transformed Oz into a prison. The wizard was a con man, so weaklings gave him loyalty. But I can fly, so I defy both gravity and royalty. A woman with real power, not a windbag liar dickhead. Now Oz and Broadway recognize the one who's truly wicked. You got your own itty-bitty pity committee. You can run, you can hide, but I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah, I got 
got a little mister. What happened to her sister? Right, she became a basement in the midst of a twister. I'm a slayer and a player, mama heart gets paid. Wearing diamonds in the club while your monkeys get spayed. This punk ass needs a punchin', you're more sloppy than a luncheon. With a bunch of fucking munchkins who are too damn drunk to function. We're the original dreamland, you imposters can suck it. Cause Wonderland ain't nothing to fuck with. Wonderland ain't nothing to fuck with. This battle was a slaughter. Elfie's melting cause I'm hotter. This hag is hashtag thirsty. Here, have a cup of water. In a second, they'll be singing Ding Dong, the witch is dead. By order of the queen, off with your head! This brat's got a temper. Now she's folding under pressure cause she's screaming bloody murder while I'm smothering like a Cheshire. You're losing the beast. You might need a pacemaker. Don't you mess around with me cause I'm a heartbreaker. I've got the powders and the flowers to KO your whole team. I got them pop, pop. Night, night, have a nice dream. You think this is a game? Tell these cards I ain't playing. Cut the deck like it's a check and wreck this trunk of queen I'm slaying. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I'll make a motherfucking scene. Like the Hulk without the bulk. It ain't easy being green. Like the roses that you keep. What you sow is what you reap. I'm the doom on a broom and this has been a clean sweep. Clown. Are you joking? You wanna rap? 
Why so serious? You're supposed to be the man who laughs. But those jokes were like your new move. Mostly really sad. You're John Doe with my deadlights. And you're about to fall from a new height. Cause you're weak and you've lost every fight. One knight who wears underwear over his ties. Nightmares and I'm ruthless. These battles like poker, the Joker is useless. When he's not in your car, tell me Arkham Asylum, I'm crazy with bars. Jack Nicholson played you just fine. But lately the class has declined. Jared Leto came out trying to look like he was Takashi 69. So unless you've got a yummy younger brother, I think you'd better run. Cause I've got 99 red balloons, bitch. And I tell you to take one. Go back in your well, you giggling sewer ginger. You lost to a turtle. It wasn't even a ninja. When I flow, I go mark ham with ill zigger. I steal the show like Bob Kane stole from Bill Finger. I spit acid, be loud, every joke of mine stings. Your three nightlights in a cloud beat by the kid from Stranger Things. When I compare your antics to the fiendish schemes I revel in, they pale like the moonlight you can dance with the devil in. Now you always like the devil. We have so much fun together, but no one's dying to play with Joker. Except for me, he's like you're an embarrassment. I bet you like you beat Harlequin. That purple suit is something you should only see Steve Horry in. Ah! Ah! I face on your face. The main attraction every 27 years. But you know what? I have a secret. It's like a very special toy. If you want to kill a Batman, eat him when he's a boy. Don't you lay a finger on my bat, you little freak. Or I will spend a whole week knocking out those prickle teeth. <laughs> Tell your author for his next gangbang scene, how about a little more PG and a lot less 13? Even I wouldn't stoop to that kind of impropriety. This is Earth, you space demon. We live in a society. <laughs> I've seen your movies, so I know you don't hurry. But I'll shoot you down the drain so fast, so call you Tim Scurry. Ask Robin if I draw bars, I take smiles, and I leave scars. Cards at Arkham will admit that the Joker just killed it. Arkham? <laughs> you stole that from H.P. Lovecraft. Two needs cards when you couldn't even escape Caesar Romero's mustache. Jester, I'm on dresser, but I'm making my Fortnite And seal this battle up like it was the cast. Cover my tornado. Who's with January Ember Flames? You got beat by the Scooby Gang. The John Wayne, John Wayne, sees the underground ground posse with flows insane. Poster boy for missing person posters. Joker's gonna float with me. Procedures mess with the best wildlife rappers. It's a notorious B.I.G. Kind of like Scorsese's Big Three, and they're all in the same film. It's a now, three and a half hour did movie. Al Pacino played. Al Pacino played Jimmy Hoffa. That's what I thought you were going to say, but I was yeah. just making sure. And I forgot the name of Joe Pesci's character, but basically, all these characters are involved with uh, the Teamsters and the unions and the AFL-CIO uh, back during the '60s and '70s. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, famously, uh, Jimmy Hoffa disappeared. Uh, and nobody, you know, it's been, it was like a very long time thing of nobody knew what happened to him other than everyone assumed that it was yeah. foul play because, you know, uh, there were mob people involved. Yeah. So but this I don't, is, but we don't want to say more that it will give away the film even yeah. though it, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they mentioned, even, you should, 
not go see it. You should turn on Netflix and see it. And but it, it is going to eat up how many hours of your time? Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. And and De Niro's character mentions in the opening because he's kind of the narrator of the film uh, that you know, you know, people today really don't know who Jimmy Hoffa was. Yeah, some of them know that he disappeared or something, but that's really all they know. And yeah. then the story starts to be told. That's you know all based on. Yeah. Real life events. Uh, yeah, so the movie was kind of educational for me because I didn't really know Dick all about Jimmy Hoffa until I watched it. Yeah, me neither. Um, and the other film, which is also based on real life people, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, is a. Uh, that one was a little. That one was more fictionalized and names changed and stuff. It was inspired by a true story. Yeah, it's like. it's So basically, it the, you know, part of the movie is about this journalist who has to write a news article about Mr. Rogers for Esquire magazine and the other part of the movie is just about Mr. Rogers and getting to know him as a person and Mr. Rogers is portrayed by Tom Hanks who does an excellent job. Yeah. Um, I mean it really threw me off like for the first minute or two. I'm like no that's not Mr. Rogers that's fucking Tom Hanks right there. You know but he gets so into it and is so brilliantly yeah. acted that you really do buy into it after a while. It's like, because if somebody went on there doing a Mr. Rogers impression, that would have gotten so old so fast, oh, and yeah. then we would have fallen apart. It's like, let's get one of the best actors in the world to play the part, and even though he doesn't exactly look like him, and he doesn't exactly sound like him, he can be the actor and embody, you know, this real-life person, mm-hmm. and, and really become the, the person, and he did, and yeah. it's, it's so good. I know, and there's another, there's an actual documentary about Mr. Rogers, which I haven't seen yet, but Carrie has. Yeah. And I forgot what the name of it is. I think it's, um, Won't You Be My Neighbor? I uh, think so. Yeah, and I've, I've been meaning to watch that forever, so yeah, I Yeah, it's to... amazing. So, it's but yeah. It's definitely better than, than In two miles, what we watched. To take the so the thing I like the most about this movie, besides, Illinois 53 North. But besides Tom Hanks' performance, is that... I mean, the movie takes place in, in 1998, but, you know, they you know they say a lot of movies are kind of reflections of the times they were made, and this journalist, uh, you know, this fictionalized version of the original journalist, is basically this really cynical, like, kind of crappy attitude about life and the world having person. I mean, he does yeah. have a wife, he does have a newborn son, and has a successful career, but he's gotten to the point in his career where nobody wants to be interviewed by him anymore because whatever he writes ends up being a piece that like trashes them or whatever. Well, you know, or he's, an he, he says, yeah, it's an expose. Like where he, in his journalists, you know, his opinion and his, the way he does his journalism is that he's just telling the truth or at least the truth, the way he sees it, interprets it. And, uh, the, the editor at his, at Esquire says, you know, we're doing an issue on heroes. I need you to write, 400 words about Mr. Rogers, and he's like, is this a joke? I, you know, I do these big pieces, you know, I'm not gonna go write some fluff piece about, you know, some guy who plays with puppets, and he gets kind of forced into it, and then meanwhile, he's dealing with issues with his, with members of his, with members of his family, and, um, uh, I know, uh, <laughs> so, so basically, in, in this movie, which is, as we said, fictionalized, he go this guy, this journalist goes to interview Mr. Rogers, and, 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 and in interviewing Mr. Rogers on a handful of occasions, 
like Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers's messages of positivity, like get into this guy's head in order to help him heal himself and be a better person, or at the very least realize that you know he's he's human and other people in his life are human and you know forgiveness is important and just lots of things and like I said Tom Hanks does such a good job that it like really you know it, yeah it's just, I don't it want to it's really good yeah. yeah we probably shouldn't say too much more yeah so highly recommended um so continue on it's IMDb like if if this movie miles. wins any Oscars I kind of want to have <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that like they bring like they wheel out like the clock or whatever and like Daniel Tiger and <laughs> the, the mm-hmm. owl and King Friday except the Oscar or something like that. You're probably anyway. gonna have Robert De Niro from the yeah. Irishman and Tom Hanks in Won't You Be My Neighbor for Best Actor. Yeah. Um so you know, so anyway, two movies that we both recommend. One is the Irishman, totally rated R, uh, on Netflix now, and uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Currently in theaters, um, yeah. So check them both out. Um, to other things done on this trip, uh, we, uh, uh, I, I was tasked with. Uh, they got a new Christmas tree, and uh, there was a fluffing process, as it's known, <laughs> uh, of basically when you have these artificial trees, pulling the little individual branches apart so that uh, the it looks like a full tree. And uh, having the experience of helping my mom set up her tree, because she's very particular and meticulous about the way she sets up her Christmas tree, I just kind of went, all right, <laughs> here we go. And I went for it and got the tree. And uh, you were also happy you didn't get any other uh, grocer or tougher chores today. Well, and that I said, just go work on the tree. I mean, I would have been willing to do the other thing, but, you know, in fact, that's what I assumed I would be doing, so it wasn't like I was trying to get out of it or whatever, but I did the tree instead, and so I, as I, once I got that done, I moved on to kind of going through, because I had to take off the ornaments that Alex already put up, and I put those in one box, and then there was more ornaments left, so I went through and I kind of pulled out, because there was a ton of candy canes and a lot of the, you know, standard round shaped for the most part, Christmas balls and, uh... Balls bulbs and um so I kind of separated those out from the more individual looking Christmas ornaments and when Alex came around I was like okay you put up these individual ones and I'll put up these other ones so that I could kind of evenly distribute the candy canes and the Christmas bulbs throughout the tree uh in a balanced way and then you know there's still a bunch of those individual ones left in the living room so yeah uh so whenever Alex or you guys get a chance especially Josh, who is tall, who can put some some yes. of them up at the top. I will make. The, I will put the tall guy to work. He, not only is he very tall, he has extremely long arms. <laughs> it's like I, when I was up there fluffing the top parts, I was like, "Gee, it'd be nice if a really tall person lived here who could do this for me." Yeah, so, but he can't. So do I don't a either. Good job, so I don't either hurt my back or fall down onto the tree. You did such an excellent <laughs> job. Like now, I want. Back every year. <laughs> well, keep buying the plane tickets. <laughs> now next year you're going to see your family. Well, yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, that's the presumption. But then you come over to my house later and fluff my tree. Okay. Um, Luke's a fluffer now. Uh, word. We also went to a pretty cool concert on Wednesday night. Yes. 
Tell us about that, Carrie. Uh, my trumpet teacher's in a band called Dropped Once that I wanted to check out, and also uh, the, f- the first band was equally talented called Flotation, uh, and uh, just kept getting more and more crowded, so it was a little uncomfortable for us nerdy types to have to schmooze with the normies, but, you know, it was still pretty worth it because it was pretty cool, good music, trumpet and sax. At one point, three trumpets on the stage at the same time on a tiny stage. And it was at a bar, but it was good. Yeah, and uh, my, I was particularly pleased that we were able to find bar stools to sit on <laughs> because I'm at an age where I don't have any particular ailments with my legs or feet, but I just dislike standing for long periods of time. Yeah. So I'm glad that I was able to find a place to sit to enjoy the show. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was plenty of waboomfs. Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, probably most of the listeners don't know what that is. Oh, Waboomfs is a thing where... Keep left to stay on I-90 East. Dude, I'll just give you the quick explanation of the current version of it. It's like, you know, when you have a little kid and there's a bed or a couch there, and you just kind of pick them up and cradle them, and you just kind of swing them back and forth, and then you kind of, you know, gently toss them onto the bed or the couch so they land and kind of bounce, bounce. It's not super gentle. It's vigorous enough that it's interesting for them. Well, yeah. So basically, the uh, the uh, these the verbal onomatopoeic the verbal onomatopoeic sound effect we have come up for this, which has evolved over the years for this particular activity, is called wabumps. W a h hyphen b o o m f m f s wabumps. Um, so so I, I I would pick up I would pick up Alex. You made that up like when Alex was like one or two. Yeah, like telling the full evolution of it would take too long. Yeah, so we're not. Uh, so we'll save that for a different segment or a different episode. So you probably done it before. So so basically, you know, at, at many points during the weekend, it was you know one, two, three, and then there's lots of giggling because uh, Alex enjoys that very much. There's also a, a new version where. It's still the same one, two, three, wah, booms, but instead of doing it as a swinging motion, it's me putting uh, one hand behind the, like, shoulders, neck, and head, and the other hand by the, uh, like, uh, arch of the back center of gravity mm-hmm. down there, and just lifting literally kind of straight up and down, like, you know, some of those things at mm-hmm. amusement parks. So it'd be like... You know, lifting up one, two, three, and then drop one, which is one, two, three, one. And sometimes I'll do them in rapid succession, and sometimes I'll do them one at a time. And for a while, there was silly flying wabooms, but I think Alex has gotten too heavy for that. Well, we still do it occasionally, but it's typically only like once per trip now. Use the right lane to take exit. And silly flying wabooms is. I basically put Alex over my shoulder, and Alex extends. The arms and is like an airplane, and I 
fly, I, I make like, like flying noises, like, and then I talk I'm, like I'm the captain. We're flying at 3,000 feet, everything looks great, there's no problems whatsoever. And then we'll get near some object, like a picture frame, you know, it's like, and then I bring him close to it, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna crash into a picture frame, and then, you know, veer, veer out of the way at the last second, oh, okay, everything's fine once again, blah, blah, blah. And then I do that with at least, you know, uh, three or four other objects in the room or in the vicinity. Uh, sometimes the objects are people like mommy or daddy or cats like Scotty, Buffy or Vader. Uh, and then because this started, I believe at a ho- in a hotel room mm-hmm. where there were a, multiple lamps in the hotel room, lamps became like, Oh, that's the most dangerous thing of all is lamps. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be like, um, it's like, Oh my gosh, it's a lamp. So it's like, I'd have to freak out even more if the thing I happened to be near was a lamp. Um, so I do that for about, you know, 30 seconds to a minute-ish. And then at the end, it would, you know, have the same ending. It is one, two, three, and then, you know, and then back when Alex was much younger, there were immediate demands to do it again, do it again, and I would do it multiple times. But now that, yeah, it's like, as I get older and Alex gets larger and heavier, (laughs) as human beings do when they get older... It's becoming <laughs> something that I can't do Use in rapid right succession. So, so uh, you finally met my new cat, Vader. Yeah. What is Vader's star rating? And give Vader a review. Uh, how many? Out of how many stars? Five. Uh, well, I would give Vader a. Uh, 4.75 out of 5 stars Continue and the reason why it's not a perfect 5 is because of uh, the you know the incident or potential future incidents that would occur uh, when Vader got out and got into a fight with uh, Buffy and Scotty and Buffy had some injuries yeah. and had to be taken to the emergency vet so when Vader is by uh, himself just being with Vader, uh, he is a wonderful cat and is super cuddly, loves attention, and will and will meow, 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 meow very vocally when attention is wanted and not, wanted and not getting received. Or when mommy is wanted and not yeah. getting received. Because <laughs> I because the room he's a total mama's boy. Yes. Oh, look at the moon. And uh, the moon. I see. Look. The, I see it. I see it. It's a crescent moon. And um. Uh, yeah, uh, on, on multiple occasions, one of which happened while I was here. Uh, I, I just missed seeing it, but I saw the the immediate after it. Uh, Vader will leap from the floor up t- into Mommy's arms. <laughs> while I'm standing. You know, just apropos of nothing, it's like, well, time for me to be in Mommy's arms and jump! And, yeah, so... At this point, since he's gotten a bigger and heavier... Uh, he's he tends to miss my arms and then has to kind of climb me like a tree a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you have since uh, put uh, little green caps on the claws, which well, like you know, half of them have fallen off. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah, Vader is a, a wonderful guy, and he loves to be held and loves to be petted. Um, highly un- recommended. Highly recommended. Unfortunately. Uh, I can only highly recommend it, uh, you know, in a vacuum away from 
other, other cats, cats un- unless it's a situation where you or somebody, but usually you, is holding Vader in their arms while walking around yeah. the house when other cats are present. So He's that- very mobile f- for me anyway. I can walk him around the house and just hold him. So it's kind of like the equivalent of having Hannibal Lecter in the little wheelie thing all strapped up. It's like, <laughs> I'm near other people, but I can't get to them. <laughs> oh, look, there's Scotty and Buffy. I never saw that damn movie. Oh, also, yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast but, is better. But, uh... <laughs> okay. They were both up for Best Picture that year, and Silence oh. of the Lambs won, and I'm still holding a grudge. <laughs> and I'm not saying Silence of the Lambs is bad. I'm just mad that Beauty and the Beast didn't win, because I wanted an animated feature to win. Somebody told me, eh, if you haven't seen it at this point, you don't really have to. I was like, good, because I don't it's, really want to. It's the, it's like, you know, they have parodied Citizen Kane so many times on The Simpsons that you could pretty much reassemble the whole movie of Citizen Kane just using Simpsons clips yeah. of the parody moments, and it's kind of that way with Sons of the Lambs now. Yeah. It's been parodied so often. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh... I'm trying to think of any other nuggets of things we did while I was out here visiting that were, um... In a quarter mile, continue we straight. Deco- we made and decorated taxi. cookies. Yep. Christmas cookies. I mean, basically, Alex is so into Christmas and playing games with Luke at home that we couldn't get Alex to want to, like, go to the mall or anything. So we never made it out to a fun place. The only time Alex left the house the entire time Luke was there up until Monday morning when school continue straight onto arrivals taxi shuttle lane was uh when when Luke was gone in Wisconsin and me and Josh took Alex to McDonald's with a play place to get some energy out that was the only time Alex <laughs> left the house the whole four and a half day weekend Keep right but we to did continue on departures but we did uh, do a Kansas trip for that, but I don't have time to talk about that because we have to end this segment. Yeah. So yeah, basically Alex's In destination of choice when I am to visiting town right is to stay home and just play with me. Oh, we also played, uh, what is that game called? Beach Buggy Racing? Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, basically a Mario Kart knockoff, but Alex really loves it. It's and, pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's as good as Mario Kart, but it's pretty good. Um, it's got and some, some differences. Alex immediately wanted to play on, like, the, right the highest difficulty level right with me. Departures, terminal one. <laughs> and, and by chance, the, uh, the, um, the, the, the vehicle and character I chose. Shut up now. I know we're, we're yeah, at the, the airport. I get it. The vehicle and driver I chose just didn't work well at that super high speed. And then we played a game, uh, at... A more slow speed with uh Fuck. Well you're going to terminal three departures, aren't you? Yeah. So that's terminal two departures. So just stay here and then That's we'll... what I'm doing. Okay. Can let's end the segment. Alright, we're ending the segment. Alright. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with another segment. Hopefully this episode will be out before Christmas, and if not, that dems the breaks. Bye everybody. Above my head, the panels flashed before me. Those lines came to life. You know, I could not run or jump, it seemed.
around or throw a ball, but I could dream. Those heroes seemed to call me. They spoke right to me, yeah. I want to be a hero, I say it with a smile. Though I have no mutant powers and I can't fly for miles. But I've got, got Iron, Iron Man. Man, I've got Spider-Man. Try, try, try to understand. I'm a comic fan. Convention nights, we wait in line. Playing games to pass the time. Those characters we all know in movies and We flash our badge and shuffle in Before the panel would begin We all seemed worried The trailer looked hurried Yeah I wanna be a hero We all seem to respond Though we come from different places We share a common bond Cause we've got Iron Man We've got Spider-Man Try, try comic fan oh a girl comic book fan yep well then how fast can hawkeye shoot 245 miles per hour wait clint barton can't shoot that fast kate bishop can oh stop gatekeeping i want to be a hero he whispered to our hearts through every generation these stories play a part Cause we've got Iron Man, we've got Spider-Man Oh, oh yeah Try, try to understand We have all of them things to stand We are Stanley fans Avengers are in some trouble. Rewind! Fury Fury, 
We know you're in a hurry to form a team to protect us from invasion. Meet Tony, and with his father's money, he's made an iron suit that can cover his body. Fury, fury, your mind is in a flurry. You thought out the man who's a symbol of the nation. He's ho hummy because he lost his honey. And let's not start by what happened to his buddy. I've got a super villain style and the secret Nazi crew. But everyone I cruise, I know we'll pull through. Got a little bit of old and a bigger bit of new. A super freak show when the villain step two, we keep the peace. When I die, the team only increase. Got assassins and scientists. I keep my secrets close like I keep my eye. That's when I trust it. My God bless it. Now I go by Tony Stark. I'm at home in my tower, staying up for hours, not taking showers. Keep myself alive with our reactor power. Too few. I'm just a man on the news. I'm Iron Man. Gonna pass the stand to El Capitan. Wanna be cool? Follow the rules. Hey, Marvel, that one shot was really cool. Marvel, I can't believe they were all Nazis. Marvel, those infinity stones are causing lots of drama. Who's up for some shawarma? What's that now, Marvel? Ultron's voice is silky smooth. Marvel, I love every cameo of Stanley's Marvel. When you're in front of Loki, you will all grow. We have a halt. Please forgive my brother, he won't be a bother Sent him to our fathers to be caged like the others Till the dark elves arrived and they killed our mother Then we both made up, found out together we had a sis Who then died when the planet blew to bits Don't want to drink lager, just want to drink this I'll have another, then I've got a new matter More matter than banner, my sister broke my hammer Now you know who we are Last name First name star. Jumpstart your hearts when the action starts. Music's blasting loud on the badass part. Like Will we be ready, guardians of the galaxy? Will at the league? Oh, oh you're, you're kidding, kidding me. me. You can't see me. You're moving slightly. Hey, Marvel, nothing's as cute as baby group Marvel. But what happened to Hawkeye's family Marvel? Well, Aunt May and Happy end up as a couple. No! No! Shuri, Shuri, T'Challa's in a worry. Is the world ready for Wakanda integration? Heal Bucky with any kind of lucky. We'll make it up to Tony for killing his family. The time is nigh, the game is set. Doctor Strange has seen all of it. And he's sure that Fury's team will be there. Till infinity, till infinity, till infinity, till infinity, till infinity, war. Black Panther! You should have aimed for the head. You are on the luck, cause it's my time to sing. I'm Captain Marvel and I've been waiting. Off in the wings, still I hear things whining and crying. From those who don't think it's perfect timing to have a woman swoop in white armor shining. I'm there at the start where fury begins and I'll be here standing when this story ends. Hey Marvel, it's been ten years we spent with you Marvel. Thank you so much for this epic journey Marvel. But now half the universe has turned to rubble. Avengers assemble, come on now Marvel. April 26th can come too soon Marvel. What will happen? We'll have to wait and see Marvel. We want Aunt May and Happy as a couple. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Wakanda forever. I am inevitable, immeasurable, inexorable, monstrous, with bars weighing on you harder than your haunting guilty conscience. I am Thanos, and I crush tracks like tesseracts in my palm. You're a pencil pushing Terran who never learned to love his ball. Seems you started off a chemist, and on your world you were a prodigy. Well, that makes sense, cause your rhymes are only hot periodically. Man, I burned the Avengers down to embers, sent half your planet to be slaughtered, and now I'm off in Oppenheimer like I did to my daughter. Got a physical when I'm rapping. Six infinity 
Dirty gems what I'm packing Stick your tiny nuclear dick back into your pants Dr. Manhattan Hadron smashing all your atoms Best not collide with me when I'm rhyming Cause you break and bleed so easy I think I'll call you Oppenheim It's impossible to Tommy Oppie You just don't have the stone Apparently the only thing you're good at wrecking is a home Cause you slept with your friend's wife Right there in your friend's bed Then got another married girl pregnant You should have gone for the head Listening to you took everything I have left After your reps, I am become deaf. You need an Iron Man for that wrinkly ass skin and that butt, 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 chin. Here we go now. Where's your rhythm? I thought you had the time stone. Your punchlines sound like they came from Rhyme Zone. You might be something in the MCU, but between us, who's the worst MCU? Your dialogue's got too many breaks in the syllable. You talk so slow, Drax thinks you're invisible. I cause chain reactions when I'm lyrical, because I've got that fissile material. You were born to eternal, but came on looking so scary that your own mother tried to make you a temporary meanwhile i've mastered the atom more than any man alive now i'm here to split you like two and three from five i'm a peaceful man but i do what i must you had an evil plan thanos and it left you in the dust it must leave you enraged when you compare our talents because in this battle there is no for a communist pariah, you come off as awfully cocky But I'll make you bend the knee and round two like Nagasaki I'm the box office topper, the Marvel show stopper Got my name on this win like it's the Thanos copter You just got no answer for Fortnite's dopest dancer I will low-key choke you out like my name was throat cancer You wanna talk about death? How about the one that looked at you and swiped left? I'm the destroyer of worlds, you got your nuts handed to you by a squirrel girl We're in the end Game now, Tinky Winky, a physicist like Ant-Man. All up in your stinky. Anyone who believes that Thanos did nothing wrong, crap, has obviously never heard you rap. Oh, snap. Ho, whoa. Who's down? You got some. Oh, boy. Oh. So, hey, everybody, welcome back to Bad Rapport. Hey, everybody, I'm going to be kind of quiet so I don't wake up Josh or Alex. And today is uh, Wednesday, December 18th. And um, so it's been, you know, um, like, what, about two, two and a half weeks since we recorded the last one? Oh, uh the last At second. Least, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and today is uh, Vader's 11 months old today. Aw. So cute. he's still the child for one more month <laughs> before he becomes an adult. <laughs> um, and uh, given proximity to Christmas and stuff, I'm going to be walking around doing things while we record. Yeah, I've been in this state of, like, things generally in my life are, you know, overall okay and in a state of, there's things, there are some things that I could do, um, but there's nothing that absolutely has to be done right now, 
between you know between now and when I uh, hop on the flight back to uh, the Midwest to visit my family for the holidays and then also see Carrie again. Um, well, I'm jealous because there's numerous things that I absolutely must do. <laughs> kind well, of like I mean, list. I mean, I must go lift driving. I mean, that's uh, that's an obvious thing that I must do. But it's it's and more to the point and, that and poop and pee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just mean from the point of view of. You know, if I decided to not work on MarsCon anymore until after I got back, everything would probably be fine. <laughs> so nothing mm-hmm. that I felt, all of the things that I felt absolutely had to be done before I left for this trip are done. There's a there's some things I'd like to try to get done before I leave, um, but if I don't get them done, it's not the end of the world or anything. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, uh, I'm, this week... Because like today is yeah the eight, today's Wednesday the eighteenth so I have tomorrow is Thursday tomorrow um I'll be lift driving in the first part of the day and then around six p.m. I'm gonna appear in the first like half hour or so of the Funkcast and then after that Tony's gonna show up and we're going to prep my apartment for filming a one movie later and then we're going out to see Star Wars Episode Nine The Rise of Skywalker and then coming back here with our friends and uh, recording that so that'll last uh, that we're, we're i'm having him come over to set up beforehand just so that as soon as the movie's done we can get over here because the absolute earliest we'll probably get to starting recording will be like eleven thirty p.m so yeah. i we're, uh and we're gonna film for like at least an hour if not two hours so i don't know when i'm going to see it but josh is going to see it tomorrow while i go to rehearsal and the babysitter babysits just so that josh can go see star wars and i can go to rehearsal since um have a big uh court and country 10th 10 year anniversary concert on friday night so the tomorrow night's rehearsal is important but um the point i'm trying to make here is i think you should stay off of facebook because yeah are you still there you muted yourself that's the cool thing about this little interface for Zoom is that when you accidentally mute yourself, uh, I can see it on my end. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's so a little microphone. It's like it's like when the micro see there, now you're muted and uh now you're not muted. So <laughs> Okay. So that way, because there's a little microphone symbol with a little green thing in it that it doesn't move up and down like to the actual wavelength, but it moves up and down when uh, audio is being heard through it. So when you talk, I see the green go up and down. And when you hit mute on your end, I see a little red strike go through it to indicate that you've muted. So, um, cause sometimes when she and I talk to each other, uh, her face will accidentally hit the mute button. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is our new interface we're using. And- yeah. Um, and then there's two different ways I can use it. I can use it like a phone call, um, or I can use it this way. And if I use it like a phone call, it's easier to talk to you with my phone. But Mm -hmm. I noticed as a listener that the audio quality is not as good. So that's why I'm trying to use this version. Yeah. I mean, it's all good. Um, Anyway, uh, what was I say? Oh yeah. So basically, 
that's that's Thursday. And then Friday, early in the morning at 8 a.m., I need to go into an endodontist to look at one of my teeth that's been uh, causing me issues. And it may end up being, I'll get prescribed antibiotics and that'll be it. Or it may end up being they have to literally take a, a tooth that already has had a root canal and then remove like the cap or crown or whatever on the tooth and then remove the tooth that has the root canal in it so they can get in there and, you know, eliminate an infection or something that's in there and and then put it all back. <laughs> so Friday might end up being an in and out thing where I just get antibiotics and I'll be fine. Or I may end up having, you know, a fairly hefty thing done to me. And then I might end up being uh, back at my apartment sitting on my butt, if not all day, at least part of the day until, you know, I don't know. It's, it's I've had major dental work done before and they've given me like, if I could, and have been like, you need to be sitting on your ass doing nothing, which I honestly hope doesn't happen. I mean, I do, if it needs to be taken care of, I want it to be taken care of, but I, it's like, I need to be out lift driving. So I don't, you know, as much as it's like, I'm trying to look at the silver lining of if I am home that day that I could do a bunch of that MarsCon stuff, but I would rather be out making money on Friday and Saturday. So basically I got the star, I got star Wars tomorrow night, uh dentist and, and a dentist in the morning. And then, uh, you know, Friday, the rest of Friday. And then all Saturday, I have nothing. So I basically got to get out and lift drive and make as much money as I can before I fly back to the Midwest. Um, but yeah, uh, I did, uh, some cleanup artwork for Kyle this past, uh, like kind of, you know, he did gave it to me like in two batches. So I did one like a week or two ago, and then I did another one this week. Uh, for his pitches and, uh, he actually, uh, <laughs> this wasn't an official hired lift drive, but he basically hired me to be his lift driver to take him to a pitch that was in a part of the city that's known for having annoying traffic. Uh, <laughs> so if it's not on the lift step, you don't have to call yourself lift driver. You're, yeah. you're a chauffeur. Yeah. But it, it, you know, I basically, before I had a chance to tell him like, Oh, well, you could just pay me this much. He paid me like you know, probably about twice as much as I, as I would have asked for. And I was like, wow, thank you, Mr. January's man. And then mm-hmm. uh, last night, me and Kyle and Lindsay and Erica went out and had uh, a meal together just so that we could spend like, you know, a little bit of hanging out time with the four of us. And, and you know, uh, Kyle and Lindsay had a couple of gifts for me and, and Erica, which was very sweet of them. Um, one was <laughs> they got me an Ikea lamp uh, because my, uh, living room it doesn't have enough lighting in it and it's like I figured out oh yeah I can plug this in by that outlet next to the uh, um, the air conditioner by the window so that it actually connects to the switch by the door so that I can walk in and flip a switch and the light turns mm-hmm. on so and then she also uh, Lindsay got me some soft light bulbs that aren't the like harsh white ones so that you know so basically both of those combined makes it the room both have more light and yet seem more like warm and home-like than, than it was before. I've, I've held on, I've held on to the previous lights because they're better for like doing lighting on, uh, you know, shoots like we're going to do for one movie later or whatever. So I can just swatch, swap out the, uh, light bulbs in my one three pronged lamp out here. Uh, well, yeah, just, um, you know, um, 
trying to think what else have I, if I done anything else of significance since you and I hung out, <laughs> I got my driver's license renewed because like, because of Trump and all of his, you know, stuff, they decided to do a thing where all driver's licenses have to all, like all new ones after a certain date have to uh, be what's known as a real ID. So I have to like bring in a mm-hmm. birth certificate and, uh, and, and some other stuff. And I went in there like back in October so that I could get my driver's license updated so that it has my correct new address on it. And they said, well, why don't you just wait until December when it's time for you to renew your license anyway? So that way you can get the real ID, renew your license and get the new address all in one shot. So that I basically set up that appointment and I went and did it. And now I just got my thing in the mail. So yay, I got a new driver's license. Um, yeah, I need to do mine. I didn't know that had anything to do with Trump. Yeah, it's bas- it's basically a means of trying to root out anybody who uh, you know has a driver's license but you know isn't a legal resident of the United States. But it isn't uh, <laughs> here, anyways. It isn't required that you have one. It's required that you either have one, have one, or a passport when you fly. Yeah, but not that you have to have one. Hmm. I could just do the regular renewal through the mail and not worry about it because I have a passport, but I figured I better just get the real ID anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to do that before my birthday. Yeah. But like, other than that, I I filmed some stuff a couple of days with Tony for some things he's doing that I won't say what it is because it'll be a funny comedy surprise. And then, I I went to my therapist the other day and things went well with him and I uh did a I did my only caricature gig of the holiday season which was a um <laughs> which was a party for Hanukkah in Santa Monica <laughs> which is actually a song by Tom Lehrer it's like one of the songs that he made when he came back to when they oh, put wow. out the, when they put out that box set he came back with like two or three new songs and that was one of them Hanukkah in Santa Monica you- one at the party about the song i was kind of waiting to see if i could get into a conversation with somebody who was maybe a demento fan that i felt like if i said tom Lehrer, they would understand who i was talking about but i did not meet anybody like that there i mean they were all very nice people and we had cool conversations but in fact one of these uh, was a couple of uh older ladies um were uh talking about how they're you know their grandkids are coming to town and that they're going to Disneyland. And I basically gave them the lowdown, like, cause they were showing up uh, after uh, rise of the resistance opened. So I'm like, okay, so when you go there, you got to go to, you know, it's, you got to head back either, either head to Adventureland and go behind big thunder mountain or head to Fantasyland and make a left. And either way you'll get to, you know, the, uh, the, the, the kind of under the train tracks, you know, tunnel walkways that get you over to Batu, and then go ride rise of the resistance because that's going to be the newer one with the longer line, ride that one first and then ride millennium Falcon smugglers run. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, just uh, pretty much, you know, lift driving, doing art for Kyle, trying to find other ways to make quick sums of money so I can get my bills paid and, all the bills are paid and now I'm trying to make money to get my rent paid. Uh, so yeah. Um, so just lift driving as much as I can. And, um, um, I'm looking forward to seeing my family for Christmas. I need to do our, uh, the making of the Christmas ornament. 
I don't know if I've explained this tradition on the show before, but yes, you have. Okay. Well, <laughs> my words for this year uh, were Gurney, which is the city that my brother uh, JT and his wife Susan and no, you know, Max just explain in. it again in case okay forgot or whatever. They came up. Uh, this is like going on four or five years now. My mom had this idea to because uh, she has a very ornate Christmas tree. Um, and every year, uh, you know, when we were kids, we would make new Christmas ornaments and put them on the tree. And, you know, ever since we grew up, it's like, you know, that hasn't so much been a thing anymore. So my mom got the idea a few years back that we would do this game where each of us comes up with a list mm-hmm. of 20 random things. Uh, each of the four siblings plus our uh, uh, spouses. Um, and then... Um, if applicable. Yeah, if applicable. And then... Uh, we would, she would take a dice to roll like, like one six sided die to roll whose list we'd be picking. Oh yeah. And also my mom and Peter in it too. I should have mentioned that. So it's mom, mm-hmm. her boyfriend, Pete, my sister, Amy, me, my brothers, JT and Michael, um, uh, JT's, uh, wife, Susan. And I can't remember if my brother's fiance, Anu is part of it now too, but she may be, um, <laughs> uh, well, so I'd assume if she wasn't before that she will be now. Yeah, it's a, but then again, I also don't know if she'll actually be around or if she'll be heading to India to see her family. Um, I mean, I know that that's not a, (laughs) I know that they probably don't celebrate Christmas there, but it might still be from the point of view of scheduling a good time for her to go (laughs) see her family. I have Mm -hmm. no idea. Anyway, the point is this, here's the game. So like, you know, when we first started, there were six people, so they would roll six sided die and you know, that would choose you know, we'd number the lists one through six and then that would be the list. And then they'd roll a 20 sided die and that would land on a word that one of us had come up with. And then we would do it a second time so that each person got two words that are kind of random and had nothing to do with each other. And then based on those two words, we had to make a Christmas ornament, like, you know, hand make like hand craft a Christmas ornament based on those ideas. So, um, and my mom this year uh, said, like, we should be making more of an effort to make the words we pick for our 20 random words have more to do with, like, us and our family and stuff like that. So, uh, so I know I just a bunch of random bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so because because that's what I thought it was when we when we did it the very first year. So I was listening to things like Wisconsin Dells and, you know, Mrs. Grass's Chicken Doodle Soup and, you know, all well, this stuff that had to do with me lots to do with your family. <laughs> well, I mean you know, stuff that had to do with yourself. Cause I thought we were each making, I thought we were each going to be given two things from one person's specific list. And that would be making that ornament for that specific person. I didn't know about the whole randomizing factor and all that. And the fact that nobody else was listing stuff about themselves. So that mm-hmm. first year was kind of weird, but then we did the random stuff for the next two or three years. And now this year, my mom said, well, let's have the words be more about, things having to do with our family in general. So that's what I did with my list. And so the two words I got for this year's ornament are Gurney, which is the name of the city that JT, Susan, and Max live in, which is the home of uh, Six Flags Great America, the Gurney Mills Mall. Uh, There's a Great Wolf Lodge there. Um, It's also a place where my dad used to work there back in, uh, back when we were living in Pell Lake. Uh, uh, A company back in the, 70s and 80s was called Major Chemicals, and then I think they got Ma- no Mazer, M A Z E R, Mazer Chemicals, and then it got bought out by PPG, and I think somehow it got bought out again by 
BASF or maybe the other way around. I don't know. The point is that it's like that city of Gurney has kind of a history with our family. And now that's where JT and Susan and Max live in a cool house. So I'm going to have to combine the concept of city of Gurney, Illinois, along with the other word, which is toboggan, which, you know, is a, you do in the winter is you get in a toboggan and you go sledding. So I'll, uh, I already have an idea of what I want to do and, I can if there's either try a lot of noise on my end. I'm playing laser pointer with Vader. Ah, okay. And he's going nuts. So I, I can either craft that here uh, before I head home, or wait till I get home and then craft it there. Because uh, I'll have I'm going to get. Kind of depends on how fragile and squishy it's going to be. Uh, the thing I imagine, what I'm imagining to make it uh, with and out of uh, wouldn't be like fragile or breakable. So. Um, so if I just Probably like put it, it, wait till you get here then. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, we're, uh, <laughs> I guess I can, well, I don't know. I don't know if my brother Michael listens to the podcast. If he does, he hasn't left any comments, but I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> we're, we're bringing back the, uh, the, the sibling gift exchange thing. Uh, where each of us has to give a, get a gift for one of the other siblings for like, you know, around, you know, I forgot what this, it's like the, the limit used to be like $20. I think it may have gone up to 25. I've always considered it like if it's under 35, it's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. But um, so, yeah. So uh, because of that, I redid my entire wish list thing on Amazon just to make it a whole buttload of Blu-rays that I don't own yet that I would like to own that are all under $30. Um, Well, back in 1999, there was a mighty clash when Mario faced off with Kirby and began to smash. And the impact was so dramatic that it shook the core and left the millions of the gaming masses wanting more. From Box and Samus, they expanded the scope of the call. The scuffle grew into a melee, then became a brawl. And now that ultimate's upon us, it's becoming clear. No fighter will be left behind. Everyone's here. From Mario and Pokemon. To Mega Man and Donkey Kong From Game and & Watch and the Arcade To Metal Gear and Xenoblade I never thought I would live to see Cloud straight up murder King DDD Sonic take one in the face from Peach Pac-Man throw melons at Luigi Now there's no limits on who could be next to join the Except for Waluigi, Bomberman, and Shovel Knight But just ignore the fact that Banjo never will appear And please enjoy this extra Marth Everyone's here From Castlevania and Punch-Out Everyone's here To Bayonetta and Unbound Everyone's here From Street Fighter and Wario Everyone's here Kid Icarus and F-Zero
too big. She's not. Daisy isn't cool. She's not. Sweeten up the pot. Who else we got? Everyone seems. From Sub-Zero to Scorpion. Everyone seems. And every single Pokemon. Everyone seems. Spyro and Crash, Ratchet and Clank. Everyone seems. And 50 more versions of Link. Everyone seems. And they'll just keep on adding more. Everyone seems. From Kingdom Hearts and God. And I've tried even more I've cried, cried, cried And I can't recall what for I've pressed, I've pushed, I've yelled I've begged in hopes of some success But the inevitable fact is that It never will impress I've no more fucks to give My fucks have runneth dry I've tried to go fuck shopping But there's no fucks left to buy I've no more fucks to give No more fucks I've tried to get I'm over my fuck budget And I'm now in fucking debt I strive, strive, strive To get everything done I've played by all the rules But I very rarely won I've smiled, I've charmed, I've wooed And laughed, alas, to no avail I've run round like a moron To unequivocally fail I've no more fucks to give My fuck fuse has just blown I've been hunting for my fucks all day But they've upped and fucked off home I've no more fucks to give My fuck rations are depleted I've rallied my fuck army But it's been fucking defeated The effort has just not been worth the time Or the I've exhausted all my energy for minimal recompense The distinct lack of acknowledgement has now begun to go And I've come to realize that I don't give a My fucks are now so fucked off they refuse to fucking stay I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have gone insane They've come back round and passed me while they're fucking off again I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have all dissolved I've planned many projects but my fucks won't be involved I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have all been spent They fucked off from the building and I don't know where they went I've no more fucks to give I've no more fucks to give I've no more fucks I've no more fucks I've no more fucks to give <sighs> Reindeers are better than people Sven 
Why is love so hard? You feel what you feel, and those feelings are real. Come on, Kristoff, let down your guard. Again, you're gone. Off on a different path than mine. I'm left behind, wondering if. Should follow. You had to go, and of course it's always fine. I probably could catch up with you tomorrow. But is this what it feels like to be growing apart? When did I become the one who's always chasing your heart? So yeah, so I have to get a gift from my brother Michael, and uh, uh, I have figured out what I would like to give him. Um, uh, and uh, and Michael, if you're listening, turn the podcast off. Okay, it will be a, co- a, a LP vinyl copy of the album Commodore Touchdown, <laughs> because oh. because Mike likes vinyl, and also because uh, I can you know buy one from my neighbor three doors down, and that makes the shopping easier. Yeah. Um, so I found I'm out sh- I'm getting a, a vinyl record player for Christmas because Josh is an idiot and thought it would be a good idea to tell Alex. No, I mean, he's a sweet idiot, but he thought it would be a great idea to tell Alex what he got me. 
and Alex can't keep secrets. <laughs> I just made Vader spin around like 10 times in a row. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So that's cool. I don't have. I know I, I said I have to do important things, but playing with the cat—it's yeah. an important things. thing. That's Especially important because he's isolated in the bedroom still. Yeah. But we have the pet behavioral specialist. Will be here in two days, supposedly. Yeah. Just touch base with her. So I got. I also got. Still got to pick up a gift for Alex, and I have a pretty good idea of what I want to get for him. Uh, her the. I'll edit that All right, out. I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, you know, I don't think that many people listen. We've got, our, we've, we've got our 35 listeners, you know. Got our 35 listeners, I don't know. But it's going to be going public before long anyways that Alex is transgender and is living as a girl, but is still called Alex. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the... the the tra- uh, I forgot what the date was, but at some point in recent history, Alex came to Carrie and Josh and informed them that uh, Alex would be preferred. <laughs> a- Alex no, would be. Alex Al- said, Mommy, I feel like a girl. Mommy, mm-hmm. remember that thing that you told me about a couple of weeks ago, transgender people? I think I'm that because I feel like a girl. And according to Josh, Alex kept saying, that she had a secret and um, like randomly throughout the year. And of course, listeners may remember, you know, Alex's phase with fairies and Elsa and, you know. Um, yeah. So right now, uh, Alex has transitioned into, has done what is called a social transition because, of course, a seven year old is not taking hormones or anything. Um, uh, and so, you know, the only th- really thing that's changed is Alex's clothes and pronouns and hair color. And yeah, this, this is Alex the exact is same. looking forward to having long hair, but, but, you know, it's still short from getting boy haircuts. So, yes. Uh, you know, still the awesome rambunctious kiddo as always. Uh, you Pretty know, much the same child in many ways. Yes. Yeah, still, still wanting the wabooms. <laughs> still he likes to <laughs> sing the same songs and you know, still, still literally climbs all over me. <laughs> oh yeah, just yes. You. Well, you know, <laughs> over whoever happens to be near that that Alex feels comfortable enough with. So I am doing my best to remember to use the correct pronouns and, uh, and, yeah. hard. and so does that mean, should I go back and edit out that part from the first segment or should I just leave it in now? <laughs> I guess uh, just leave it in. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, um, so, so that'll be like, that'll have foreshadowing. Yeah. We'll either that or either that, or if I go back and listen to it and I think happened? it would... <laughs> No, leave it in. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. Um, so I've so been be some mystery. I have been doing my best to be correct with the pronouns, and I'm still, you know, making mistakes. And when I was visiting them over Thanksgiving, uh, uh, I think I did pretty good. But I do know I made, you know, a few mistakes. In fact, one time, you Alex, were, you were about, you were probably over. I think you did. You mute yourself. Yeah, you accidentally muted yourself. Uh, yeah, you, you were about to say a percentage of some kind, I think. 
I think I said I think you were at about fifty or sixty percent male pronouns, but I think this is just harder for some people than for others. But you know, I still make mistakes sometimes. Yeah, it, it's. And this has been going on for months now. It's like there's a percentage of me saying the correct pronoun of she. There's a percentage of me saying, you know, the incorrect pronoun, and then immediately correcting myself. And then oh, yeah. there, and then there's the percentage of me just completely saying the wrong pronoun, and not reali- realizing You're that right. I did. There it. should be three categories, not two. Yeah. So, so at we least one. At least binary here. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so at least one of the times uh, we were at the dinner table, and I said, I just straight up said the wrong pronoun. Uh, Alex corrected me, and I said, uh, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me, Alex. And then said she and then we moved on yep. with the conversation and that was it <laughs> yep her so, um therapist uh at uh interactive metronome thanked thanked her for correcting her on monday so that's cool yeah uh things have been the school's been pretty good with the exception of one crossing guard who glared at us you know i don't want to go on and on forever and to too much details because I just don't. Feel yeah, it's it's personal like family it. stuff. But you know, mm-hmm. for the for the thirty five listeners we have, so they know that when we were when we're talking about Alex and she pronouns are being used, now they know. Or 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 he pronouns and then saying, "Oh shit!" I mean, she. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah. Um. Did you mention the dyeing the hair purple? I think I did, yeah. Yeah. Because so. Alex, uh, you know, felt self-conscious about her hair, which she's uh, still excited to to grow it long, but I, the purple helps her feel more girlish. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my... Uh... My friend Gray Griffin, uh, her son Tex, uh, apparently just dyed his hair completely pink, <laughs> and he, he looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, actually, so. pink was the first choice, but um, for reasons we used purple. Yeah. So. Oh, and speaking of cool hair color choices, so our friend um, Holly, aka Holly Dazzle, has done this really mm-hmm. cool thing where she got a haircut where the top part of her head her hair is long, but then like underneath, you know, it's, it's shorter. So she got all of them for, for the Christmas season where she's doing a lot of Christmas themed burlesque shows and stuff. The top part of the hair was dyed the same shade of red. It always is dyed, but then the under part where it's shorter, it was dyed green. So she yeah. can do cool things oh, with her cool. hair. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it was, it was, she did a, she did a TikTok video, like pointing it out. And I was like, oh, that's so cool looking. That's so perfect for Holly Dazzle. So yeah. Um, uh, I, I've been wanting to do that for years, but I'm technically in between hairstylists. Yeah. Again. So, so um, her hasn't been dyed in quite a long time, but anyway. Um, as I'm uh, getting personal, I'll uh, mention that I have a consultation coming up with a uh, weight loss surgeon for possible sleeve surgery in um, 
appointment's not till January 23rd or something like that, but it's still uh, it's definitely on my mind right now that I'm almost back up to the the giantly inflated weight that I weighed when I was nine months pregnant. <laughs> so well I support your path to self improvement. Okay. Or you support me if I decide not to. Yes, I su I support you no matter what. It's really not about, you know, not loving my body the way it is. That's... You muted yourself again. <laughs> All right. Oh, now you're back to muted. Because I hadn't muted myself, so then you made me go mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I, I said several months back that, you know, since I can't choose whether or not to be diabetic I, that I wanted to choose not to be obese and then mm -hmm. I got obesier instead of losing weight and I know that even if I buckle down and lose weight that it's just going to be a yo-yo diet so um, I do wish I could have brain surgery instead of stomach surgery since that's the real part of my body that <laughs> that is making me fat, but you know, you know, the, yeah. the, they don't have that ability. Well, I, 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 you know, having, you know, I mean, not, you know, in a direct way because I don't live with her obviously, but having experienced everything, you know, for, for, from a friend point of view, uh, from far away, having experienced what uh, Stephanie went through, I, I know that it's, uh, you know, it's 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 a hard choice to make. And, and you know, uh, I anything I can do to assist you and support you, I will do. <laughs> Fly out here for four weeks and take care of my child in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No, no, I, I said, oh, like, as in, like, oh, I wish I could, um, because, I don't know, I just, I mean, pe people have said that in the animation industry, you know, much like many other industries, when it gets to be, you know, holiday season, like, you know, just, you know, Thanksgiving through sometime in January, it's basically, you know, productions are slowing down and aren't doing as much stuff, so... It's it's a situation where I I need to another thing I need to keep doing is keep keep checking websites keep doing my job search thing and um you know just I have you know I keep sending stuff out and I keep not getting any responses and I'm trying to keep my spirits up and hope that at some point in the future I will find a regular job as a storyboarder again um, or that Kyle will get a show <laughs> yeah I mean I I can't I can't sit and wait for that to happen. You know, I need to, I need to keep trying. Um, so it's, it, it's basically, it's disheartening and it's discouraging and it gets me down sometimes. And the notion of like, oh, if I could just, you know, earn enough money to, <laughs> you know, cover, you know, 
it's it's like a weird thing. It's like, yeah, go go live at Carrie's place and be the live-in take you know housekeeper babysitter nanny for for Alex. Yeah, you know, for all this time just to earn the money to pay the rent and bills at the place in California that I'm not living at for that period of time, <laughs> which would you know, which I it, don't have the money to give you. And yes. Also, also, I think we'd kill each other, but. But by the time two weeks was done, so <laughs> like in much shorter spurts, like a plan like that would make sense. Like if if you knew that, you know, for whatever. Uh, if I'm if I'm understanding the the term correctly, I think you and I and Alex and maybe to a lesser extent Josh are all rather mercurial, hmm. and uh, I think there's going to be a lot of personality clashes when we're around each other for too long. I'm looking up the, ah, okay. Mercurial. Mercurial. An adjective, which means of a person subject to sudden or unpredictable changes of mood or mind. Um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should uh, end this and go okay. to other things. It's after midnight, and I have to get up at in the 6 o'clock hour, and I have many, many, many things to do tomorrow. Well, but let that me, means we're ending the show, right? Yeah, so uh, we decided just for the sake of potentially <laughs> increasing the chances by a really good amount that this episode will get out before Christmas of just doing... Uh, this, you know, this second recording session, and then, however, I end up editing it, editing it exactly. This, this will, <laughs> this will have been the episode. I'll, I'll stick in a what's loop plugging now as well per usual. Uh, so now I will go to badreport.com real quick before we sign off and um, make sure we don't. See if there are any comments? Looks like there's at least one comment to read. Um, I need to log in. Why isn't it letting me log in? Uh, you would think it would just show up anyway. Yeah. Or maybe you needed to approve it. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, there's that comment. It's see on the other websites, you know, there's a thing that just says like, click here to log in. Um, let me click that and see if that takes me to a place that lets me log in properly. Because what I'm afraid of, is in the past we've done things where um, accidentally uh, people were leaving comments and it wasn't they weren't automatically going through because they had to get approved. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to log in properly to. Uh, okay, here we go. This sh should take me to a place where I can log in if it doesn't log me in automatically. Da, da, da. Okay, log me in, log me in, log me in. Uh, so, another cool, okay, oh, here we go. I was going to say something until now, suddenly I have access to the thing. Um, all right, that's spam. <laughs> that's a comment. Uh, and those are older comments, which uh, we already have read. Uh, so, okay. Uh, we do have one comment, and it is from Arkel, a.k.a. Brian Weber. Uh, so, Arkel says, 
good news. Despite the long gap, I am in fact not on the next season of Shameless Shameless Cash Grab. I just happened to post the season three wrap-up episode on Halloween. Of course, part of the reason season three took so long was because I chose a set with 20 movies. Not doing that again, that's for sure. LOL. Anyway, uh, since Luke... Uh, oh, anyway, since Luke kept, albeit by accident, mentioning Bandcamp, I've recently gotten heavy into the vaporware and synthwave genres of music. Also, it's offshoots like Future Funk. And while I don't have any I can name off the top of my head, I think some of these have enough silly in them to qualify as comedy music. Bandcamp is relevant here because it's where I get the bulk of my music from these genres. I'm currently really in love with the band's Time Cop 1983... And he says in parentheses, yes, that is really their name. The Motion Epic, Tupperwave, St. Pepsi, also real, and Haircuts for Men. I'll try to remember to hit up Luke on Twitter next time I hear a track that might make a good fit for Bad Rapport. Well, thank you, Brian. And yes, by all means, send me any tracks that you think might be good for Bad Rapport, and I'll check them out. And if I think they fit into our jam, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give them a spin. Um, but this episode will, uh, uh, assuming it comes out before Christmas, like I want, we'll have uh, some Christmas music in it and other holiday music. So, so yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say or promote Carrie? Mm, nope. Okay. Well, um, I will, uh, I mean, we already did what, we already did what's loop plugging now, but I will say here again, uh, just for good measure, that uh, MarsCon Dementia track for 2020 was announced. It's all up at MarsConDementia.com, and we have the fundraiser going. Uh, it's been up since FumpFest, but if you haven't gotten it yet, please get the MarsCon 2020 Dementia track fundraiser album uh, with uh, four hours of tracks uh, live from last year, uh, including stuff with myself and Carrie and Alex and uh, Devo Spice, our guest of honor, and lots of other cool people. So, uh so yeah, that's MarsConDementia.com. Click on the shop page for just that year. Click on the past fundraisers page for uh, to, to find out how to get past year's collections. <coughs> I'm super sick right now. Does anyone have anything for the holidays that we can stick onto the fump for Christmas Eve? I don't want us to miss a date. Well, I have something I just sent to my Patreon patrons, but it's uh, it's a little weird. How weird. I mean, it's not shoebox levels weird, but it's weird for me. Eh, let me hear it. Okay, here goes. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You had better watch the f*** out. He's making a list, he's making a list, he's making a list, he is making a list. Santa Claus is making a list. Ian, are you okay? He sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're asleep. He sees you when you're sleeping, and he knows when you're asleep. Oh, he's checking it once, he's checking it twice, he's checking it thrice, he's checking it fourths. Santa Claus is checking it fives. Three, sir. Three. With Rudy Toot, 
toots and rummy tum tums. Rudy toot toots and rummy tum tums. Rudy tooty fresh and fruity. Ruby Ruby Roo. He knows when you are sleeping. He smells when you're awake. He tastes when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness taste. He's making a list. He's listing a list. Listy list list. Listing make list. Santa Claus is listing to board. Carry Mistmas. <sighs> I should have asked Tom Smith. December 25th, it's a silent night In the bleak midwinter, a star shines bright The holly and the ivy are decking my halls Singing joy to the world as the white snow falls We hark as the herald angels sing I saw three ships come sailing in Away in a manger far away Mary 
boy child Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. I'm skeptical about the details. This story seems unlikely to me. But it's Christmas time, so I'm comfortable singing about Jesus. The rest of the year I'm not exactly devout. Jesus isn't someone that I regularly sing about But in December, whenever I'm able I'm singing about a dude who was born in a stable Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel If I die in June, then I'm going to hell Angels we have heard on high All this month I'm exclusively singing about that guy Whether or not he existed He's got the best theme tunes in the world So it's Christmas time And I'm comfortable singing about Jesus It's obviously made up But I can't stop singing about Jesus So deck the halls with boughs of holly Fa la 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 is the season to be jolly fa la 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 singing songs that are out of copyright fa la 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 but it's christmas time and i'm comfortable singing about jesus started when we started to talk my husband joseph and me went for a walk he saw my belly and broke out in a sweat he said how can you be pregnant i ain't touched you yet i'd like to think i'm not the gullible type don't go for male exaggeration or hype so when i tell you this it's gonna sound odd but i think that i'm the portal for the son of god I'm educated as a shepherd's wife gets I know where babies come from, I got pets And Joseph spends all his time with the sheep But you know, I'm told that's cliche I don't remember no romantic date So now I'm thinking it was something I ate I am a virgin and that ain't no joke What's your stuff? You know I think my holy water just broke You know, when I was a little girl, my mother said to me, Mary, if you play with those boys, you're gonna get trouble. When do I get to play with the boys? Back at the stable now, I'm starting to push. The cattle are lowing and there's hay in my tush. They gave me frankincense and gold and some myrrh, but you know what? What I'd seriously prefer I couldn't make up more incredible things This is a trio of the holiest kings And I believe them Because I'm told that they're wise When they say that there's a miracle Just north of my thighs oh, How did this thing get in me? Only God knows if I haven't been with Joseph But apparently that's no guarantee And despite good behavior I'm carrying the Savior I'm all aglow with divinity so 
All right, here's what's Luke plugging now, segment for this new Bad Rapport, uh, which is only about two months after the last one, so uh, yeah, it's not going to be as long. Um, so uh, I, I finally got around to posting my song. I didn't have time to rehearse this on my Bandcamp page, so if you uh, missed it the first time around at the Fump, you can get it there. Um, also, I have joined the app called TikTok, which is T-I-K-T-O-K, so if you're on that, my handle is, you know, at sign the underscore great underscore Luke underscore ski, because somehow other versions were already taken. I don't know how or why or who took them, but whatever. Um, other things to report, uh, Mighty Magiswords, all of the episodes are up on Hulu. They finally dropped the second half of season two. So now the entire, uh, uh, 88-episode history of TV show Mighty Magiswords is available to watch on Hulu. Go check it out. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, MarsCon 2020 is uh, announced, and um, I should have pulled that page up. Let's see if it'll let me do this and keep recording. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, MarsCon Dementia Track at MarsConDementia.com. That's loading. Yeah, it's still there. So I'll start off by saying that our music guest of honor is Lauren Mayer. Uh, who is? It's, I'm, I'm very happy she's coming out to MarsCon for the first time, and uh, she does lots of awesome songs, and she also uh, has a decent chunk of political songs, so I figured for an election year, 2020, it would be good to have someone like Lauren Mayer there to uh, give us a few of her uh, uh, politic-related songs. Um, so, the performers of... Um, well, you know what? I'll just go to the Dimension Track schedule and read that, read through the whole thing really quick. Um... Friday, February 28th, uh, and, you know, this, uh, schedule is subject to change, but here's who we got, uh, starting off our 9pm concert block will be Cornflake! Yes, Cornflake will be doing her own 30-minute set for the first time anywhere, I believe. Really excited about that. Um, 9.30pm will be Mikey Mason, uh, which is where the Rated R portion will start, I'm sure. I love the fact that our Rated R block is starting off with Cornflake, the most non-Rated R person I've met in the universe, uh... <laughs> so it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, 9 p.m. Cornflake, 9.30, Mikey Mason, then a little bit of buffer, then 10.15, Devo Spice, returning again, uh, another buffer time, and then 11 p.m., Mark with a C uh, is coming out, and uh, we're extending his concert a little bit. Uh, he's going to do a 45-minute set, and then we got a little buffer time so that our block ends at midnight. So yeah, um, then on Friday night, of course, uh, Beth Kinderman and Dave Stagner and all them are returning to do the Space Oddity Music Club and Brew Pub. So you can go check that out. Saturday, February 29th, which is Leap Year Day, 10 a.m. in the morning, we'll have Dementia Water Aerobics with Cornflake at the pool, as usual. Um, uh, I need to double verify this, but for now I'm assuming this is when it's happening. At noon, will be Dementia Smackdown Wrestling in the Anime YA Room, which is Hawks Ridge 4, on the second floor, hosted by Commissioner JP Tuesday and Duke Flyboy DuJour, featuring uh, all of the acts performing that year, duking it out in... Uh, digital avatar form in the wrestling ring. So, uh, yeah, that'll be happening. And then starting our Saturday 2 p.m. block will be first time doing a 30-minute concert uh, at MarsCon. Michael William Hunter uh, of um, the... Uh, he did the parody of uh, Alexander Hamilton called Alfred Matthew Yankovic, who, uh, which was... He was at MarsCon last year performing in the Logan Awards, and now he's doing his own concert uh, full of awesome music, I'm sure. After that, there's a buffer, and then we have an act that is uh, new to the Fump this year and had a hit that's going to be on the Funny 25. 
he, he is known by the name of Il Neige, which is French. Uh, but his, <laughs> in real life, some of you might know him as uh, Garrett Snook, who is part of the whole Tony Goldmark Phantasm Mafia subject of the camera crew. He also happens to be the boyfriend of my roommate, Erica, uh, and he does a lot of awesome funny tunes about pop culture stuff, especially video games uh, like Super Smash Brothers and Legend of Zelda. Uh, he has a series of songs called Rock That Pokemon, where he's uh, attempting to do a song <laughs> about every Pokemon, all 800 of them, or whatever, but he's, he's only done a handful thus far. But um, uh, but yeah, he'll be there, and then immediately, he's at 2.45, immediately following him at 3.15 will be TV's Kyle and Linzilla, coming back again. Um, then some buffer time, and then a concert by P, the great Luke Ski. Uh, I will very likely have, uh, you know, at least one special guest, uh, in that concert uh, by the name of Alex Racy because it'll be Alex Racy's 8th birthday because Alex Racy was born on Leap Year Day. So uh, I still need to figure out what I'm going to do, but I know that's going to be part of my plan. And then some buffer time. And then at 5.45 p.m., the Music Guest of Honor concert by Lauren Mayer. And then, uh, and then you know, that'll all wrap up by 6. Uh, then again, Saturday night, the Space Out Music Club and Group Pub is happening. Uh, Sunday, uh, March 1st, 10 a.m., Dementia Water Aerobics once again. Then at uh, Sunday, our, our concert block starts off with the first ever 30-minute concert by Carl Brown at MarsCon, uh, followed by the first ever 30-minute concert by Brett Glass at MarsCon. So, um, yeah, so those two were going back-to-back. Then some buffer time. Then at 2.15, Beth Kinderman and the player characters are performing, uh, doing a half-hour set, and then some buffer time. And then we're ending the weekend with... The Dementia Smackdown concert, as usual, going 60 minutes, uh, starting at 3 p.m. So you may have noticed that the Funk Jukebox uh, event is not there. Uh, well, that's because uh, I gave everyone who's normally in the Funk Jukebox their own half-hour concert this year. Uh, I just figured, you know, it was time for them to get a turn um, to have their own concerts. Um, uh, let's see, have I meant anything else I haven't mentioned? Of course, there's going to be Table 27 there. We're selling all of our uh, glorious merchandise from... All of the acts, so so you know, be sure be be prepared to uh, buy stuff from all of our acts there. Uh, and speaking of buying stuff, uh, this year's MarsCon Dimension Track fundraiser has already been up since uh, since this past August. So um, I haven't updated it since December thirteenth. Uh, at the time, I said that we had raised two hundred and ten dollars and thirty two cents, which is twenty percent of our initial goal of one thousand fifty three dollars and sixty cents. Um, so I know that. I've gotten at least a, one more sale since then, I need so I need to double-check the numbers when I have the time, but I'm recording this on Christmas Eve, so I'm not going to do that right now. Um, so, yeah, so please, please go to MarsCondiments.com and click on the shop page if you want to buy this year's collection, which has excerpts from the concerts of 2019. It's nearly four hours per usual. Um... Uh, and then also, if you're somehow a newbie who's never gotten any of these or you need to fill in some holes in your collection, if you click on the link at the top of the page that says Past Fundraisers, you can see the playlists for all the fundraisers we've ever done, dating all the way back to 2007. And you can uh, make a donation directly via PayPal and then tell me which years you want for $20 each, and then I can send you the links to those. Or if you want to get all 14 collections, which is over 50 hours of content at 38% the usual price... It's a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks for everything. You'll get all of the years. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's an option as well. So anyway, enough MarsCon. Let's move on to the fun stuff. Uh, 
The Fump has started a Spotify playlist uh, that I think Devo Spice is curating um, called Funny Music Fridays. So look for that playlist. And the point is that every Friday he's going to post a new Spotify playlist full of comedy music uh, by both people at The Fump and by other comedy music acts. Uh, so, so yeah, go so check uh, go look for Funny Music Fridays from The Fump on Spotify. Also, there's a new music video. Uh, and it's an animated music video done as a group effort. Um, for the song by Jeff Whitmire called Tickets for Weird Al in Sarasota. And uh, I, I especially want to give that a plug, and I especially want to apologize to Jeff Whitmire and, and St. Ian and Evo Spice and everyone else, because this video was basically delayed because I was going to animate a part of it, and then eventually I had to come to the conclusion that I just didn't have the time to do it. So we got uh, one of the, uh, the animators that had already contributed came in and did the section I was supposed to do. So this thing would have come out you know, probably, you know, we would have world premiered it at least back in August at, at Funk Fest, if not earlier, uh, if it weren't for me, you know, having said that I would do a thing and then I didn't have time to do the thing. So, so, but you, but you can see it now on YouTube, go check out the Funk's YouTube channel and watch Tickets for Weird Al in Sarasota by Jeff Whitmire, animated by awesome people. Um, let's see, what else do I have to plug? Uh, the, uh, the podcasts I do, of course, have continued the kind of talk about tunes. The most recent episode, we, uh, uh, because we never got around to doing it way back when, we count down, uh, we, we kind of go back in time and count down our top animated films of the year 2010, and we pick our top three. Uh, and then the next episode that'll uh, post will be us uh, counting down the top animated films of the year 2019. So we'll have to pick a top three for that. And then after that, uh, we will then take all of the number ones from the year 2010 through 2019 and, you know, debate them against each other and uh, pick what we would consider to be the top animated films of the 2010s, of the whole past decade. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the Funny Music Podcast continues as usual on, you know, live on Thursday nights, and then you can listen to it and... We interview the people who posted songs, uh, songs every week. Uh, and now there's a new podcast I want to plug that is um, not my podcast, but I am appearing on it fairly frequently, um, at least thus far. <laughs> uh, Tony Goldmark of Some Drip of the Camera fame uh, started a podcast. Uh, he, he recorded the first episode the day that the Disney Plus uh, streaming service launched. The podcast is called Escape from Vault Disney. And the premise of it is that uh, he gets together with three other co-hosts and their recording equipment, and then um, they have a uh, they put a list of everything available on Disney Plus into a randomizer website and pick, click a button and have the website pick something at random from the entire Disney Plus library. And when no matter what it picks, we then have to watch it and then review it. Um, so, you know, we turn off the recording for when we're watching it and then turn it back on and record our thoughts on it after immediately having watched it. So we've, uh, as of me recording this, there are at least four episodes out. I appeared at the very end of the first one, and then I am a reviewer in the second, third, and fourth one, uh, which are all out. And, um, it's, we managed to land on at least one Disney classic animated film, so, you know, so it was like, you know, top notch, but... There's a couple others we landed on that, oh boy, they were hard to get through. So um, <laughs> so it's a lot of fun, and uh, so go look, go search for Escape from Vault Disney. Tony's putting it up on YouTube, but it's also available at a website as a regular podcast, 
stream you can download. So, um, yeah, Escape from Vault Disney, uh, hosted by Tony Goldmark. So, speaking of him, going over to the Some Jerk with the Camera category, uh, uh, Tony re uh, released an awesome vlog that he filmed over the course of four days at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So, it's the fully comprehensive Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland vlog. And I am in a bunch of it because I think I was there for three out of those four days. Uh, there's lots of funny stuff in there, and we get really comprehensive about what they did there at the park, and it's it's way amazing. Um, now, uh, here's the thing I'm not in, but I want to plug it anyway. There's a video uh, that uh, Tony posted on his same YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Tony Goldmark, uh, that's called Take the Cats Challenge. So you should watch that. I'm not in it, but you should watch that. And then after that, uh, you can watch a thing that I am in, which is the one moody, uh, one, <laughs> I'll say that again, the one movie later review of the movie Cats. So, yeah, so watch that as well. We just filmed a one movie later for uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, uh, and it's, uh, it, 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 we did a lot of talking, so I'm sure it will be a while before Tony has this posted because I know how long it takes to video edit stuff. So, yeah, so uh, keep an eye out for that in the near future. Uh, and other things I could plug, I could mention that uh, Dave Stagner has put out an album, a solo album of his comedy songs called This Is How Elvis Died, and I did the cover art for it. Um, and it's, uh, it started out as a two-song EP, but then it turned into a whole album. So go to look up, uh, I think it's davestagner.bandcamp.com is where you can find it. Uh, Whitney Avalon released a new princess rap battle, which is the Queen of Hearts versus the Wicked Witch of the West. So that's really awesome. So check that out at uh, Whitney Avalon's uh, YouTube page. Uh, and then um, the last thing I'm going to plug is uh, Court and Country, the uh, group that Carrie is a part of, is doing an Indiegogo campaign for uh, an album that they intend to release. So uh, go to Indiegogo and search for Court and Country. Uh, uh, the album, I believe, is called uh, Both Kinds of Music, and they spell music the old-timey way, uh, M-U-S-I-C. I believe. Uh, so yeah, just go search, do a search for that and you can donate to the Indiegogo if you want. So, <sighs> all right. I think that is about it. Um, yeah, since the last time we I posted an episode. So let's just cross our fingers and hope that uh, uh, me and Carrie can get another episode done maybe before MarsCon. I don't know. We'll have to see how busy things get. Uh, yeah. Um, but thank you all for listening. And if you have never uh, left a comment for the show before, please do at badreport.com because then we can add your name to our list of numbered listeners. Our current numbered listener list is uh, up to 35, so if you want to be <laughs> listener number 36 or above and show that we actually have people listening to the show, leave a comment on the episode. Let us know what you thought about it. And, uh, you know, I do take song requests, too, uh, for the songs I play in the breaks if there's something you want to hear. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot. This is Luke, uh, and now back to the rest of the show. Bye. So that's it. This has been another actual episode of Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport, uh, and we're going to try to get one done, another one, in the next, like, two months. So we'll see what happens. It'll be Carrie's yeah, birthday. Yeah, I'm not making any promises either. We're just saying we're going to try. So <laughs> anyway, this is Luke. This is Carrie. And this has been the show. Thank you very much. Talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all other holidays that you enjoy.
bells ring Are you listening? In the lane Snow is glistening A beautiful sight We're happy tonight Walking in the winter wonderland Listen, y'all, just in case you didn't know, I call this my Christmas flow. I can take you higher and higher. Chestnuts roast on an open fire. Gone away. Think that's what the what the song says. Gone away. It's the bluebird. Here to stay is the new bird. He sings a love song as we go along. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland Walking in the winter wonderland Ho, ho, ho Do you know what Santa wants the most From all you girls and boys? You know it's so exhausting Passing out your goddamn toys But by Labor Day each year You start blowing up my phone I wish you lousy ingrates Would leave poor St. Nick alone I just want to have Thanksgiving With my wife and all my elves But then there's all you mortals Only thinking of yourselves I gave two billion toys away It's not a simple task A month's vacation's not too much to ask Is it? While I'm on the subject, here is a complaint I've never made. But why am I the closer at the Thanksgiving parade? There's Thanksgiving in the name, and it's on Thanksgiving Day. 
Just lay your tinsel on the ground and slowly back away. I've been at it 90 years and I have not made one complaint. But I am sick and tired of staring SpongeBob in the taint. I am Father Christmas and that is what comes first. And New York in November is the worst toy egg of all Titania. And you know what, I'm at it. Would it kill you people to leave me some fruit, maybe some nice crudite, some hummus? I mean, it's a lot of milk and cookies for a guy. You know, Santa can fit down any chimney, sure, but that doesn't mean he can't get blocked up if you know what I'm saying there, right? So help me out, will you? Donka Shane, I'll keep spoiling all your kids, but can we please make a deal? It hurts my feelings when you tell your kids that I'm not real. Then the credit goes to you, and the wonder goes away. Why do you think I do this job? It isn't for the pay, oh no. I see you when you're sleeping, and I know when you're awake. So if you cross me, Bubby, you have made a big mistake. I don't think it would do you little weasels any harm. If just for once you let old Santa sleep through his alarm. We love you so much, Santa Claus. Without you, we are stuck. But frankly, I don't give a tinker's fuck. Word to your reindeer claws out. But they 
just will have a few laughs Now Carl seems pissed at me cause I killed his bro Listening to Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport. J.J. Abrams directed Super 8! And it was okay! Leave comments for this episode at badrapport.com or call 916 Luke Ski.